Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Estella Coughlin, and you are listening to the Nest Podcast. To give a backstory, I was born in China and grew up in North Dakota. I have a huge love for podcasting, and I decided to take my three favorite things mental health, self improvement, and adoption and create what you are now listening to. Let's get into it. Hello, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Nest Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a great episode planned for today. Now, before we get into the topic, let's catch up. Obviously, it's literally just me talking to myself, but talking to you. But right now, I am talking to myself, but that's okay. So, I'll tell you about what I have been up to. Well, right now I am recording like three, four hours away from midnight. Wait, I'm recording at 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, three, four hours. Three hours. I wasn't off by too much. I'm recording like three hours before midnight, and I try to get it up by Tuesday at midnight. But my goal is literally just Tuesday before midnight. But I try to get it up. At midnight on Monday, which is like the morning of Tuesday. I don't know. The whole 12 a.m. and p.m. day differences really throw me off. So, anyway, I do try to get it up by Tuesday. So, here I am. I have tried to get the episode recorded beforehand, like before three hours till Tuesday. Anyway, it did not happen. I have tried. I have came and I have tried to conquer. I have not until right now because the other times I've been trying to record, you know, I don't have a designated podcast recording space. So that has been kind of hard. But hey, that's okay. We, it's always an adventure trying to find where to record. So now, at night. I'm recording. There's a little white noise, but I'll have to kind of edit it down a little bit so it's not so obnoxious. But the room I'm in is definitely not soundproof and is definitely not like a podcasting room, but like, who cares? As long as I can talk and there's nobody yelling or screaming or singing around me, like, that's all that matters. Anywho, Now, what's been going on with my week, my life lately? Well, pretty much it's of three things. School, work, and college life. Pretty much school, going to classes. I have only missed one class, and that is because I did sleep in. Now, I'm surprised it's only been one class, and I didn't even sleep in. Like, well, okay, no, I did sleep in, but I would have woken up, but it turned out I set my alarm right, but, look, I forgot to turn it on. I forgot to turn my alarm on, and apparently, if you set your alarm, you need to turn it on. But that, I guess, just did not register that night when I set my alarm. I forgot to turn it on. And that'll get you. Because I woke up and I was like, 
Well, dang, Nabbit. I am late for class. And I only have a little bit of time before my next class. So I got out of my lofted bed. Almost fell out because the beds are lofted very high and it's very hard to get out of the lofted beds. Anyway, I made it to my second class, but I am very surprised that I've made it this far without missing a class. Because there have been times where I've woken up, I kid you not, 10 minutes before my class. 10 minutes. Somehow I made that work. I was maybe like 2-3 minutes late. But somehow I made that work. And I'm by foot. I don't have a bike. I mean, I have a car. I could drive. You know, I do drive across campus sometimes, like right now, to get here across campus. Did I take my car? Yes. Is campus that big? No. Did I walk? Also, no. Did I drive? Yes. But in my defense, I had to lug and carry around all of my podcasting equipment. And if you don't know, I got like a big like base for my microphone. And this thing is heavy. I got a heavy one so it wouldn't fall over when I'm recording. Well, anyway, so I have to lug that around. And then I got my microphone, which is literally extremely dense. And it's also kind of heavy for a microphone. Okay, it's not like extremely heavy. No, but it is heavy. Like if you threw this against the wall, like it would definitely do a lot of damage. It's it's a heavy bulky like dense microphone. Anyway, and then I also have like a cloud lifter and which a cloud lifter is like another input you put in that will like help dim like background noise, white noise. I also have an audio interface, which links up to my computer. So I've got like a good amount of components and I have headphones, like studio headphones. Anyway, so in my defense, I have to carry around this stuff and it's heavy. Like, I even though the walk across like campus isn't that terribly long, do I want to walk it in the first place? No, much less do I want to walk it with, like, all my podcasting equipment, which is heavy. Also, no. So, therefore, I drive. Yes, it's not that far away, but I drive. End of it. I drive. Yeah. I'm a driver. I'm not a walker. I'm a driver. But in college, you do walk a lot. Like, you walk the most you'll ever walk in your life. But, yeah, I mean, Walking's good, but it's just, like, not my favorite, especially when you have to lug around, like, so much stuff. Anyway, but yeah, school, doing a lot of school, work, work, I mean, like, my job. Even though I don't really do my job work that often, I only work, like, twice a week, but I still got work. And then, like, work, like, school work, I have a lot of that, like, when they say, Oh, college, you're always busy, you always have so much to do. Believe it. You always, well, for me, you always have so much to do. Always. It may not be fun things like hanging out with friends, social events, clubs. It may not be that. But you always have stuff to do. Stuff being homework. You always always have homework and if you don't have homework 
like the next day you're gonna get assigned like 40 hours of homework so it's like if you just want to work ahead a little bit you still probably won't get too much ahead but you'll be a little bit ahead so you always have stuff to do in college like i said it might not probably not all be fun stuff but you always have stuff so yeah and then I've just been living the college life, whatever that is, hanging out with friends, meeting more people, doing the clubs that I signed up for when I was very ambitious at the beginning of the school year, which was literally like a month and a half ago. So, yeah, now I'm here, less ambitious, kind of got my footing, and I'm like, why did I join all this stuff? But that's okay. I was ambitious before, now less ambitious me is not paying for it, but but now stuck in it. But no, I'm not like stuck in anything. Anyway, I've just been doing college stuff. That's all I'm going to say. Now I'm trying to think of if anything funny, memorable, or like embarrassing has happened to me lately. Um, I honestly can't really remember my brain. Like, I've just been like, thinking too much for school, so I honestly cannot remember. But I'm actually recording this three hours before midnight, which I try to get the podcast up by midnight on Tuesday, which is Tuesday morning. But I am recording three hours before when I try to get it up. So I'm recording this then I am going to try to edit and then get this up and do some reading for school because, you know, I still do got school to do. So, yeah, this is dedication, though. Anyway, but I have also tried to record. So I have tried to record and stuff, but the thing is, every time I've tried to record, there have been, like, people singing speaking loudly, chanting around me when I try to record. And I'm like, hmm, this is not the ideal podcasting area. First off, I can't think or focus when people are chanting and, like, yelling. Second off, you guys don't need to be hearing that behind the microphone. Like, that's just not cool. Very distracting. So, therefore, I left and took a nap. So, that is why I'm recording right now. But, don't tell me I haven't tried to record previously, because I have. It's just much harder when you don't have a designated podcast space, and you have to kind of find places on campus where the doors are open and where people aren't really out and about. So, that is why I'm doing it at night. So, yeah. Anyway. Let's get into the topic of the day, and the topic is comparison. And more specifically, on how comparison is the thief of joy. So, I bet, I mean, I don't know, but if you've heard that quote, that comparison is the thief of joy, and that quote is by Theodore Roosevelt. and. Which she said, comparison is the thief of joy. And so, like, what does that mean? And, like, why would he say that comparison is the thief of joy? But he says that 
Comparison literally steals us away from the satisfaction of our own life. And that really made me think it's like comparison steals you away from the satisfaction of your own life. So I want you to think about that statement and how comparison is the thief of joy for the whole rest of the episode, because that's kind of what we're basing this off of. Now, let's go back and define terms. Comparison. You know me, I love to define terms. Now, that almost sounded like, you know me, I love to compare. Now, you wouldn't be wrong, because later on, I'm going to talk about how comparison is a human tendency and an and a human inclination. So, going back again, what is comparison? Comparison is a consideration or like an estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. Yes, that is from Google, citing my sources. Let's go. So that's what comparison is. And I don't know about you, but when I think of comparison, I think of it with a negative connotation. You hear about comparison, people comparing themselves to others, people comparing themselves to people on social media, to their lives versus someone else's lives, and so on and so forth. So, that brings us to the next point. Why do people compare themselves to others? And that's now where I'm getting into that it is a normal human tendency. And that everyone honestly compares themselves to things or other people. And it's honestly so normal, and everybody does it. Everyone may not know that they do it. People might consciously be aware that they are comparing themselves. But all in all, everybody compares. It's a human tendency, and it's normal. Now, the most common way of comparison that I think is comparison through social media. And I'm 18. You know, I'm technically an adult, teen, young adult. I don't know. Whatever you classify an 18-year-old as. I've lived in the high school world, a little bit of the college world. I'm surrounded by the younger generation, I guess you could say, I don't know. Anyway, the social media is huge within 18-year-olds, now even getting younger, younger, and younger as time goes on. And that's where I see the most comparison, is people compare themselves to other people or other things on social media. So now, comparison isn't all bad. Even though I said that I think comparison has a negative connotation, but in reality, comparison isn't bad. Because comparison also allows us to grow, and it allows us to see progress, which otherwise we wouldn't have seen before. And so, some ways in which comparison can be good is through using comparison as like a motivator, as a way to get feedback, and as a tool that allows us to grow. Because, for example, let's say your self-improvement goal is to 
exercise. I don't know. I feel like this one's just a very simple one. You can measure it. I don't know. Anywho, but it's like if we don't compare ourselves to where we're at at the baseline to where we were at three months ago on our fitness journey, we wouldn't be able to see the progress and growth we've made. So in that way, comparison is good. You want to compare yourself to the person and the fitness status you have gained now versus three months ago when you started your fitness journey. You want to see that and you want to compare yourself in that way because you want to see the progress and the growth and see the trends in which what exercises, what habits are working or not in your exercise journey. So that's one way and a way that comparison can be extremely useful and honestly really good. Now we have to be aware and be mindful of how we're using comparison and know the differences between healthy and unhealthy comparison. Like I said, healthy comparison was using comparison as a way of a motivator, feedback, and a way that allows us to see growth. But some unhealthy comparisons are comparisons in which we get down on ourselves, in which we compare to the point where it deters us from achieving a goal, to achieving a passion, to doing something that we love. And we'll get more into that later. Okay, next I want to get into how do we compare? So, like, why do you and me, why do humans compare themselves to others? Why do people just compare in general? So, the most common kind of basic things are like, if we want to feel better about ourselves, in which who doesn't want to feel better about themselves? And that's why this is a human tendency. So if we want to feel better about ourselves, we compare ourselves to those we think are quote-unquote worse off or people that we perceive them to be worse off than us at a certain skill or maybe just in life. Because we'll feel better about ourselves because we know we may be quote-unquote superior or doing better than they are. And so that's one reason we compare, just to feel better about ourselves. And if we want to improve ourselves, then we will compare ourselves to people who are better than we are, In which it can be beneficial if only we compare ourselves to something that we can realistically achieve. So it's like if we want to improve ourselves, and let's say the exercise thing again. I don't know. This is literally like, I yeah. So, with exercising, using comparison to improve. And if we compare ourselves to something or someone that we can know we can realistically achieve, that's why we compare. And so, we also don't compare with the intention of feeling bad about ourselves. And that can definitely come from comparison. We compare ourselves and compare what we have, what life we live, what we look like to other people. But we, I mean, to my knowledge, we don't, as humans, don't go into a, what do you call it, a comparison spree, I guess, just to compare ourselves to people and to feel bad about ourselves. Like I said, 
as humans, we don't want to feel bad about ourselves and we don't want to not like ourselves or feel bad or get down on ourselves. But, and that is, for most people, what happens after they compare, especially using social media, like, they're not going in with the intent of, oh, I'm going to scroll through social media for an hour and compare myself and, you know, think about how uncool and unfun my life is compared to this other person. Because people don't have the intention of doing that. Okay, before I keep going, outside of the place that I'm in, there's somebody that I think is trying to vacuum. So, oh, yep, we can hear it right now. So I apologize for that background noise, but I just got to record and now there is somebody vacuuming. So please do not be alarmed with the audio quality. I promise I did not intend and did not, you know, hope that there would be somebody vacuuming right outside the room where I am recording. But I don't think it's too loud right now. But anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. So now before we keep going into the episode, you know, just wanted to say that so I think I can definitely hear it and I will try my best to dim out and cancel the vacuum noise, but I don't know if I can work that kind of magic. Anywho, so if you hear any more louder noise, that that is a vacuum. Now, back to comparison. I want to talk about comparison also in regards to a double-edged sword. Now, like I stated previously, it, oh gosh, oh gosh, the vacuum is coming a little closer. Oh, the vacuum's stopping. Okay, anyway, sorry, I am totally getting off topic. Okay, I need to not face the door. I need to look at the wall. Anyway, but honestly, it feels weird just looking at a wall. I'm like looking at how smooth the wall is or the tile on the wall, the bricks. And I'm like, wow, what great bricks. It's, I just don't like looking at a wall when I'm recording because I like to think of myself as talking to other people. But when I'm just looking at a wall, it really, really makes me feel like I'm talking to myself. And the vacuum started back up again. But now we are talking. We are getting on task. We are talking about a double-edged sword. So comparison, it can really be a double-edged sword because first, it can be a strong motivator, but it can also be a big force that scares us away. So what I mean by that is comparing yourself to a realistic person, not realistic person, but comparing ourselves to a realistic goal, that can be a strong motivator. And using comparison as a way to see progress, that can be used as a strong motivator. Now, the other edge of the sword is comparison can scare us away. For example, if we're comparing ourselves, I think that we tend to compare ourselves to the most perfect of perfect. Now, what I mean by that, let's say again, fitness. You want to get into fitness, have a fitness goal. You're going to look at your idol maybe top dog in the fitness industry, and that will be your source of comparison. And in your head, you go, oh man, I can never, never be as fit as this person, you know, that person, 
super fit. You know, I don't know. Okay, but what I'm trying to get at is sometimes we tend to compare ourselves to the most perfect of perfect. So with this person comparing their se- themselves to the top fitness connoisseur, you know, that's unrealistic for a beginner getting into fitness, comparing themselves and their fitness journey to a person who has been on the fitness journey for their whole entire life, that would scare anybody away, you know? So that can how it can be a double-edged sword because you can be scared away by the perfection or by the progress. You just don't take into consideration the other factors that comparison could could be of. Like you sometimes forget to take into account somebody's age, somebody's health, somebody's, like, I don't know. There are so many factors that can go into comparison that we just overlook, and we just look at it simply for what you see on social media. You don't look at the background of the photo. Yeah, that's what I gotta say for a double-edged sword. Next, when we compare, like I said, we we kind of compare to perfection. Now, I want to say that perfection is an illusion. You know, there is no such thing as perfection, period. And nothing in the world is perfect. I mean, that's what I... I I truly think nothing is perfect. You know, nobody's life is perfect. Nobody is perfect. The last time, the last time I checked, we all make mistakes. We all mess up, you know, and it's like perfection is an illusion because nobody's perfect and nobody is the same. And that's also what makes life beautiful, fun. Is because everybody is different. I think it would be extremely boring to live in a world where everyone is the same. Let's say everyone are Stellas. Like, and everyone is the same person as me or you. Like, that would be so boring. Like, especially for me, I love talking to people and getting to know people and hearing about their life experiences. And if everybody was the same, I think I would go nuts. So that is great that nobody is the same and that nobody is perfect because perfection is an illusion. And we often tend to compare ourselves to the things we think of or look at as perfection. You know, even though it's not true and even though perfection doesn't really exist, We tend to look at things as if they were perfect. Yeah, and even though perfection is like non-existent and nobody's the same, we hold ourselves to these unrealistic standards that are set by society and social media and that we compare our raw and authentic life to somebody's highlight reels. So we are comparing our lives to someone's best life. And in reality, we honestly like don't 
get to see the struggles. And especially on social media, we only see the perfection of their lives. And that's honestly what we compare our lives to, which we take in consideration our imperfections, the background scenes for our lives. But we don't take in the imperfections or the background scenes for people's lives on social media, which you see how there's that disconnect and that unbalancement. But the sad truth is that that is how we compare and that leads to low self-esteem, long-term mental health problems, determined from dreams and goals. So hopefully you can kind of be aware of this and be more mindful because that's the whole point is for me to share this information and to hopefully inspire people to help them and just to, I don't know, have this come from somebody who's younger. You know, I I would have just loved to hear somebody younger, I guess, talk about more of these topics when I was younger. Um, So that's what I hope to do for others. Just having a younger soul and mind talk about different topics, maybe harder topics, but I think it's super important. And I love talking about like, I would say this is kind of the self-improvement side of the podcast where I talk about like comparison, how I talked about like the topics previously. I would kind of throw that into self-improvement um, because we're being more aware, improving our lives from being aware. I don't know, make it up as you want, have this fit in to the three main topics as you want. But like, I make the rules here, so that is what we are going with. Anyway, okay, the next thing that I want to get at is minding the gap. Now, when I think of minding the gap, I think of like a plane. You get onto a plane from the, whatever it's called, is it terminal? I don't know what that's called. Anyway, pretend it's like that walking platform to get onto the plane. Anyway, here's what I think of mining the gap. It's like from the terminal like thing to the airplane, there's like a gap, like a drop-off. Mind the gap. Don't fall into the gap. Step from the terminal onto the plane. And don't like step where there's no step. I don't know. That's what I think of. Mind the gap. So anyway, what I'm getting at is that there are always gaps in comparison. And there are gaps in knowledge, background, like skills, intelligence, and like education. And we tend to compare ourselves to others in those situations. In the situations, like I said, of knowledge, background, skills, intelligence, and education. But why it's not ideal, because if we fixed these gaps, then everyone would be the same. So I hope this is making sense. But I'll still keep going on it. So, it's like being the same. If we had fixed the gaps in, like, knowledge, background, skills, intelligence, and education, you know, not everyone has the same amount of knowledge. Not everyone comes from the same background. Not everyone has the same skills, same intelligence, or same level of education. So now what I'm saying is it's not ideal because if we fixed those differences to make us all equal in knowledge, background, so on and so forth, then everyone would be the same. And so being the same is not the goal because every human brain 
is wired to be different. You know, like, for me, I mean, I don't want to be the same as somebody else. I want to be unique and special in my own way. And that's for any human being. We want to be, like, as humans, our brains are wired to be different and special and unique. You know? And the only way for others to bridge, like, the gap between, like, the knowledge, background, skills would be to be the same. And like I said, that's not ideal because we want to be different. And if we ended up all being the same, then we would feel like a failure and we would be unhappy. So that's why we need to acknowledge that there are gaps and embrace the gaps and embrace the differences in our education, in our background, in our skills and intelligence, because that's what makes everybody different. And even though we compare ourselves on those things, like we compare ourselves to others with their skills, let's say I'm not very good at singing and I'm not, and I have somebody that's extremely good at singing, um, loves singing, has a passion for singing. Now, if I compare myself to my friend, obviously there's a gap. I'm not a good singer, and I know that. And my f- and the friend that is a singer, you know, probably had sang for a long time, practiced and practiced. Obviously, there's going to be a gap in that skill. And so, if we compare ourselves to that, like, that's just not ideal. Like, I hope you can see that difference. It's like, anybody could see that, like, you should not compare a beginner to somebody that has years and years of experience and because that could deter you away from a passion, but it's also not ideal because then if you compare yourself to someone with so much experience and you're a beginner, you could feel like a failure. But that those gaps make everybody unique. So to embrace the gaps and not let the gaps in like, for example, a skill deter you away from achieving a goal or being friends with somebody because that's what makes everyone special and unique. Now, how do we stop comparing ourselves to others? And what I have to say is that it is definitely easier said than done. So we have to be mindful. So first off, in order to stop comparison, we have to be mindful of our tendency an inclination to compare, and we have to be mindful of how comparison affects our mental health in the long term. You know, because if we keep going with this negative notion of comparison, we keep comparing ourselves and comparing ourselves to unrealistic standards, that's going to negatively impact our mental health. We're going to think we're not good enough for anything. We're going to think we can't achieve anything. You know, we have to be mindful of how comparison affects our mental health. And we need to remind ourselves that we, as humans, just in general, are happier when we're different and not the same. Because, like I said, if we're the same as everybody else, like, that is boring you know, life would not be interesting, period, you know? So remind ourselves that we are happier 
when we're different than others. You know, embrace your skills. Embrace your weaknesses. Embrace who you are because that's what makes the world go around. Embrace and accept yourself for who you are, for your strengths and for your weaknesses, and love and embrace your friend, another person, because they're different than you. They might have different strengths and weaknesses, and that is what makes life worth living. You know, it's like you don't want to be the same because, I don't know, I just know for me I wouldn't want to be the same as everybody else. And so we need to remind ourselves that we are happier just as a human being. We are happier when we are different than others. That's how the world can go around. So now, that is kind of what I wanted to end with. But before I end, usually I do questions, but instead of questions today, I'm going to talk about what day it is. So right now, I'm recording on Monday. It is October 10th, 2022. And today, which if you're listening on Tuesday would be yesterday, which would mean it's not today. But for me, today is World Mental Health Day. Now, this is a big deal. World Mental Health Day. I love how this is a day. And we should all take time to know what this day means and know how to celebrate it because it is a big day for the world. And, you know, honestly, it should be celebrated and it should be recognized because I said this before and I'll say it again. You have a mental health, whether you know it or not, you have a physical health. Therefore, you have a mental health. Mental health, we may just not be able to see or feel. You know, mental health is cognitive. It's what's in our head. It's how healthy our minds are. So, what is World Mental Health Day? It's a day that is dedicated to mental health, education, awareness, and advocacy against social stigma. Now, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, mental health is extremely stigmatized. And so that's another reason why I started the podcast. As someone that's 18, younger, young people, a lot more seeing it now struggle with their mental health. And I want to be an advocate and I want to be a voice for those who may not have a voice, who are too young to understand, who are too young to speak up and to advocate for themselves about their mental health because it is something extremely important and it should be extremely important to the world. Because the youth is the future. And so I just hope that with this I can help make a difference, allow people to be heard and seen. So with that, the social stigma, there's definitely a stigma around mental health. And, you know, this day is trying to fight against that stigma. And I love that. That's what I'm trying to do each and every single day. So right now, fight against the stigma, you know. And each World Mental Health Day has kind of a different topic and a different theme that's dedicated to it. So, World Mental Health Day 2022 is make mental health and well-being for all a global priority. And I love that. It's not just a priority, but make it a global priority. Put this issue on a global standpoint 
make it a priority in terms globally. I love that. Because we need to do that. Just make mental health a priority, period, in your life. Caring for yourself is like the best thing you can do. And that comes with caring for your physical health and especially your mental health. So, yes, make your health, period, a priority. So, some things to do for World Mental Health Day. Even though, for you guys, it has passed, it is still not too late to do stuff. Even if it's not World Mental Health Day, do this anyway. You could take a self-care day. Because self-care is productive. End of story. Self-care is care, which means it's productive. How can you care for someone else if you can't care for yourself? Take that in. Especially relationship advice. How can you love somebody else if you can't love yourself? Next. Indulge yourself into something you find pleasure in without being guilty. That's the key word. Do not be guilty for doing something that you like to do for fun. Like, go to the movies. Eat a bucket of popcorn. Take a midday nap. Go to the spa or get your nails done. Share your mental health story. Do random acts of kindness. Meditate. Or my favorite one, which is have an open, authentic, and honest conversation about mental health and exactly what it means to you. Like, I know I just love talking to people, and I've said that before, and I'll say it again. And so one of my favorite things to do is talk about mental health because that's a one way to reduce stigma two share differences three make people feel heard and seen four it's good for you because you can talk through it five it's like what could go wrong you talking about your mental health it's like everyone has a mental health what about it so that's my favorite one have an open and honest conversation about mental health. If anyone wants to have that with me, I'd love to. I love having conversations about mental health, obviously. Otherwise, I would not be doing this podcast. So, okay. I should go because the vacuum is being busted out again. Okay. Anyway, that was actually all I had, too. So, it's perfect timing. This is kind of a shorter episode. But I think it's still a really good one, packed with great content, but I may be biased. Anyway, the vacuum is coming closer. So, with that being said, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Little Five Stars Never Hurt Nobody, and make sure to follow the Instagram at The Nest Podcast with Estella. You'll get all the updates, new episodes, questions, be involved, be engaged, and yeah, with that being said, until next time.